Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, this is Shelly in Dallas with uh, the Horror of Your Lives podcast. Or, as I like to sometimes call it, you're going to need a bigger boat podcast. Um, I'm coming on here tonight to make special, say a special thank you to all the authors who've ever sent me a book. I've got, I mean, Jason Parent, Mark Lukens. I've got quite a few, Hunter Shea, and my most recent arrived today. Now, you're going to probably find this funny, but I'm going to ask Wesley to listen to this podcast tonight. Um, I asked Wesley Southard to send me a book. He did. He didn't have to. You know, I even got a book from Chris Miller. I've got... Anyway, um... It was cute. He sent the book, and he signed it. Hold on. For Dallas, Can You Resist? And then he signed it. It's a book called Resisting Madness. Collected short fiction. Well, in the package that came with the book was a package of popcorn. Now, you know, talk about being blown away. I didn't, I thought I thought it was funny. It is, it's great. I, you know, that he went out of his way to send me a book he didn't have to, signed, and a bag of popcorn. Um, the ultimate most favorite thing in the world. Yeah, it's like, how did, how did he know that I enjoy popcorn. Um, he, like I said, he didn't have to do it. Um, he must think I'm going to be able to read the book while I eat a whole bag of popcorn all at one sitting. But you know what? I'm sure as hell going to try. Um, so, thank you to Wesley Southard for the book <laughs> and the popcorn. It's like you read my mind, Wes. You know? The only other person I've ever found in my life that can do that is my wife, and she's sitting right here. Yeah. She, she probably knew I was going to say that, because um, she can read my mind. Get it? <laughs> um, well, among other topics, I got a, uh, a movie tonight from a place called FYE. It's a store. I don't know how many states in this country have it or whatever, but it's a big entertainment store they sell movies uh music uh vinyl you know they sell all kinds of goopy pop what do they call those little figures pop art or whatever um i've got a couple myself um heads. oh my gosh yeah and then um the store's called for your entertainment you know um there's one that's actually kind of close to our house, a couple of miles. They're closing it because I asked, I says, dude, this place used to be called Media Play. And I used to work there. I worked there for about six, seven months, whatever. That's I, don't, where I can't, we met. can't remember. And that's where the wife and I met. Um, and they're closing it, you know. But I went to see a movie called Midway today. A fucking excellent movie. I mean, just simply outstanding. They did an amazing job. It's so much better than Pearl Harbor. 
Um, but it had that stupid love story going on in it. Um, but on my way there to see it, I popped into the FYE and bought me a movie before they closed. They're going to close after the holidays. Um, it was 30% off because it was used. It's called Kingdom of the Spiders mm. with William Shatner. He plays a veterinarian of all things. And I think his name in the movie is Rock or something like that. Anyway, um, a, a black actor is in it. Older, I don't think he's even alive anymore. His name was Woody Strode. Um, no, they just, all of a sudden, this guy's cattle start showing weird sores and whatever on their body. And come to find out, there's a big old spider nest mound, whatever, in the field where he keeps his cows, especially his prize bull. Um, and we're introduced to William Shatner, his character. Um, he's a just like Kirk. He's a he. He just. He has a flair for, you know, wanting to sleep with every woman that walks in front of him. Um, but I, you know, I'm not a big fan of uh, a lot of the original Star Trek. Some of that stuff was, I mean, sure, I watch it, you know. My favorite episode is when they have the Trouble with Tribbles episode. Oh, yeah. Um, it's funny, you know, it's entertaining. Um, but I like, overall... The original Star Trek, I give four stars out of five. You know, not a lot, not every episode I liked. Um, Star Trek: The Next Generation was okay, too. Um, but I'm a diehard Star Wars fan. I have been. I have been since I was. Went, yeah, um, since 1977 when it first came out. I was 13. Um, no, 12 going on 13. Um, 77, I was 9. And I'm sitting there thinking, I was listening to another podcast last night about, they were talking about Star Wars and what they thought, what movie would, would you pick out of all the Star Wars movies? Which one is the best one to go into like a vault to save for all time? They call it the canon. I guess. And it was a really interesting conversation. Um, this guy, I don't... First time I ever listened to it. I'm going to have to find it again and find out some more information. Listen, He's got other movies on there and stuff. But um, one of the movies I guess they wanted to talk about was The Goonies. Um, personally, I don't think that belongs in the canon or the vault. Um, but that's another altogether anyway. Um, for me... The best Star Wars out of all, has there been eight now? Um, would have to be, all biased aside, whatever, The Empire Strikes Back. Because, for one, George Lucas didn't direct it. He didn't fuck it up. Um, a lot of his movies, he's, he even, I even, I, I even heard an interview he did where he, he admitted he fucked up uh, the Phantom Menace. Um, you know, a lot of people. I enjoyed 
some moments of the movie, whenever there was a lightsaber duel, um, especially where Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, and Darth Maul are right at the end of the movie. Um, I didn't like the lightsaber duel on Mustafar where Obi-Wan defeats Anakin. Um, it's too, you know, too much jumping around. You know, they, they're Jedi, they're swordsmen, they need to stay on the ground, you know, so to speak, instead of flying all over the damn place. Anyway, I'm not saying I didn't like the movie. I, I did. I, but for me, the best one so far is Empire Strikes Back. But that, like I said, that's a topic for another conversation. Um, so, with, uh, What's the name of the movie again? Empire Strikes Back? No, the uh, <laughs> Kingdom of the Spiders. Oh, man, you got me there for a minute. Um, I had a brain fart. I'm talking on my podcast about a movie called Kingdom of the Spiders, and for a split second, I couldn't remember what the name of the movie was. But anyway, um, when it, from when I was a kid, there were certain movies that are always going to stand out in my head. Okay? And I've... I've managed to buy quite a few of them. There was um, The Thing by John Carpenter, The Fog, Escape from New York, Big Trouble in Little China, The Ward, anything by John Carpenter, especially The uh, the Thing. And then there was a movie called The Monolith Monsters. I saw that one night here in Salt Lake on late night TV on a Friday they had, used to have a monster show or whatever. And they'd have this character come out dressed up like, I don't know what you call it, but he almost looked like uh, Igor from Dracula. Um, first time I ever saw The Wolfman, Frankenstein, all those movies. And The Monolith Monsters. Which I still to this day I mean, I can honestly say I look back at some of these old movies I used to like and they're ridiculous. But this one is one of the exceptions. Another exception is, is The Wolfman, Lon Chaney Jr. Or Frankenstein with Boris Karloff. I love the scene where he's picking flowers. Or they're picking flowers. And he walks up and she loves me, she loves me not. They're, you know, she shows him how to do it. And they're picking, he, he loves me, he loves me not, whatever. Well, finally... They run out of flowers. And this scene was cut from the original a long time ago. Uh, he picked her up and threw her in the water. Um, which is just... And this is in the 40s, man. You know? People weren't ready for that shit. But then you get a movie called Miracle Mile. Uh, Let's Scare Jessica to Death. The original trilogy of terror with Karen Black. With a little black Zuni doll that his chain comes off, comes to life. Um, the Island by Peter Benchley. Um, these movies were just sheer entertainment when I was a kid, man. Um, and they still fascinate me a lot now as I'm 55 years old. Um, and a lot of people don't understand why I like horror movies and all that kind of stuff, but they just bring back a lot of memories for me, you know? 
because when I was a kid, you know, the same old routine, not too many friends, yada, yada. But I used to go to movies a lot. And that's where I could escape. No, I'm not talking about Rupert Holmes, the Pina Colada song. I'm talking about from reality. And I had a discussion with John Carpenter about that one day, and he said, uh, says, that's, that's great that you can walk into my movie and escape from the real monsters in life for a couple hours. So I told him, I said, I use your movies to escape, man. And uh, he ended up saying, well, you got to face your fears. And, uh, and I said, that's one of the reasons I go to your movies, because the hero always wins, you know. And I guess I used to go to those movies because I was trying to build up some courage, a little backbone, whatever. Um, it works sometimes. But we all have our own reasons for watching movies or listening to music. I mean, I like all kinds of music. I just don't like rap or whatever. Um, Sam Kinison said, you know, you know why rappers used to grab their dicks? Because they couldn't play an instrument. Um, and that's true, actually. Um, but that's another, we won't get into lack of talent. Um, as we get older and life goes on, you know, I read an article the other day about a, a girl who had no idea who Van Halen was, you know, and they were all the rage when I was a kid, man. You guys all remember a movie called Fast Times at Richmond High? Sean Penn, I think that was one of his first movies. Um, and Mr. Hand. <laughs> um, you know, I just think about these things, and I was a big fan of the cars because of that movie. Um, the Breakfast Club was another one that just will stay with me for always. But my main purpose in life is just to try to get along, take care of my family the best way I know how, and read my horror novels, which I just got a couple today, besides the one from Wesley, um, called, first one is called Mountain of the Dead by Jeremy Bates, Burt Bates, Jeremy Bates. The other one's called The Catacombs. And then there's one by... Ray Garten called Frankenstein. I want to read that one soon. But I'll quit boring you for now. Thank you for listening, for those that do. Um, I'm not a professional. I just found an outlet where I can talk about the things I like, which is movies, music, and books. Now, it's not all horror. I mean... There's a series called, well, it's Requiem for the Conqueror by William W. Michael Gere. If you've read that trilogy. Requiem, there's three of those. I read those. I read the, um, I, can't, I read The Hobbit. Um, Swan Song by Robert McCammons, one of my favorite all-time books. Um... You just, you never know, you know. You can be in the library and see a title, see a cover of a book, pick it up, you know. You just never know. It could be in the sci-fi section. It could be in the normal ready, reading section of the library, you know. Um, 
I read Michael Crichton. Um, I read John Saul. You just never know where you can who you're going to come across and what tangent it's going to take you on. And another author of mine that I like certain books. I don't like all the splatterpunk type. I like Pressure by Brian Keene. Darkness on the Edge of Town is one of the best books I've ever read. So you just, like I said, you know, in the movie Back to the Future, I think it was part three, Doc writes, gets a chalkboard, puts a line on it, and then when Biff takes Time Machine, he created another timeline. You know, so... You just have to stick with what you know, what you like. I think if I to go back in time, man, things would be a lot different as far as my reading habits went. But didn't really discover that until I got a little older. But I mean, I always like to read. I just haven't read so much in a year before in my life. I'm almost got 75 books done for the year, and that's a lot for me. I know there's people out there that read more, but. I have a life outside of my reading. Um, so for tonight, I will say stick to your guns. Keep reading, keep listening. It, it ain't gonna hurt you. It's like getting on a roller coaster. You know you're gonna walk off at the end. Same with a book or a movie. It's not gonna hurt you. It's not gonna kill you. Keep looking at the the night sky, man, because you never know what's out there, what, what's going to get you, from the alien to Jason or Michael Myers. There's some really weird people out there in this world. Look after yourself, look after each other. And from Shelly and I, I say, stay scared. <laughs>